0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 211 today, and today's topic is BMF season 2, episode 1, titled Family Dinner. The description reads, Meech smuggles drugs from Las Vegas as a test to secure a new plug for BMF, a vicious gangster from the Brewster Projects K-9. Meanwhile, Terry began his new car ride business with Charles since he has left the drug gang. So y'all already know how we do we about to get into it we about to break it down dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform as always you can hit me up on facebook alicia shanice instagram alicia shanice reviews or you can email me at alicia shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com if you have any special recap requests or just want to say what's up that's cool too You can hit me up with DM, inbox, or email. If you have any recap requests, I do cover music albums, TV shows, documentaries, and movies. And if you have any brand or any business you want me to shout out, all you got to do is hit me up on either three of those platforms and I will shout out your business or brand. I support who supports me and love whom loves me. Don't forget you can always follow my music playlist they are on Spotify if you type in Shanice Loves you'll see my picture profile pop up you click on that it takes you to all of my playlists and I got some long range music ears. So on that note let's get into the show and let's talk BMF. One mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. All I need is one mic
1: one mic. the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. (laughs) I the not chicken. my teeth you trying to eat i some tea. you You can leave it all, a nice life your eyes and blow out a Trying to get the tape, I'm in and out of state At least you can wish me Let like me niggas say It's hard to tell a snake we straight At least you can me wish me Let into If are the If holler at me At least you can yeah. wish me like any niggas say It's hard to tell a snake We're straight At least you can wish me like niggas niggas straight They going on That's how they know what's happening with the top down Trunk full Get a phone. <laughs> all
0: right so uh this ep- op- <laughs> this episode opens with the story you're about to see is loosely based on truth some of the names characters businesses and events have been fictionalized for dramatic purposes but a lot of this shit may have actually happened we see a picture of lucille and all three of her children meet nicole and terry and it's in terry's words this time all last season it was in meech and we had meech narrating and we see with season 2 so far it looks like it might be terry terry narrating it says meech and i learned the importance of family dinner sitting around our parents table once we joined <clears throat> once we joined <clears throat> the fifty boys we ate with our crew every sunday That's where the real team building began Terry Southwest T. Flannery And it got that sunshine Anderson playing in the background Heard it all before So we did learn a lot about family dinners Especially when we watched the docuseries Of the BMF Um, We know the 50 boys They met every Sunday For family dinners, family meetings So we learned that in the docuseries as well and it, uh, the episode opens up and it it does like it did for season one. The first episode, it was in 2005 as well, but it showed Meech going back to the D before he got in, you know, turned himself in or got caught and they threw him a big party. He had the white men coat on, but this time it goes to 2005 into Terry's world and he got caught in St. Louis, Missouri. Him and his crew, which at that time we learned from the docu series and from so on, that instead of um, by the major split, they were no longer BMF. His side of the crew was two six three, which you guys all know on the phone numbers on the old telephones. Um, two was B, six is <clears throat> M, and then uh, three. That's for. <clears throat> Sorry, F. So that's BMF spelled out on the old telephones. So Terry is attempting to escape him and his crew. They sit down about to have a last supper dinner before they go. And as he's packing up, he's actually on the phone telling some lady that, you know, he'll meet her on the border. But he gotta have that one last meeting with his crew To tell him how things are going to operate And we see he pulls out a picture of the young Terry Looking at the throwback pic of which was him as younger With uh the Markeisha, Mar- um, played by, portrayed by Lala And I'm wondering, is her character supposed to be Based off of what is that girl's name, the lady's name? She got indicted with BMF. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick before we go. But she was with another hustler from Detroit. She ended up getting with Terry. And I think she was a little older than him. So, you know, of course, this is loosely based. But I'm wondering, is this supposed to be her character? Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick tanessa welch i'm wondering is uh markeisha's character supposed to be based off tanessa welch because she was creeping with um we're messing with me uh terry for a long time and she was a little older as well and she um was already involved with the big hustler and we know markeisha in this uh episode with this season this series she's supposed to be the hustler's boon's wife so i'm trying to see is that where they're going with that But, you know, he's sitting down with his crew. They talking. He telling them how they might have to separate for a while. Things might not be the same because he about to go on a run. And as they're sitting down about to have this full course meal, we see that the cops bust in. And that is how he got caught up in Missouri. And we see Detective Bryant has still been working this case the entire time. So we know Detective Bryant will be in this show the whole time. And we see Leslie Jones in here. She coming here being funny as hell, talking about some. Now you get to see your brother with the one good eye. Oh <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, she about to be a trip. But uh, they take him in, and you know, T talking shit. The detective Brian, like, you know, you've been on this for twenty years, so we gonna see where they go with that. They take him in, and uh. Looks like it's gonna be T narrating uh for a season two. So we'll see how it goes. We get his side of the story. Last season we got Meach. Now we're gonna get T. So then the show catches up until you know the time of what it's filming in of 1980. And we see Meach in Las Vegas. He at the hotel getting some of that cocaina being taped down on him because he got to get it back to Detroit. Now the dude Earl, who he's doing the business with, he walks him through the, the casino, and we see all of the players at that time, which I appreciate it, cause y'all know I'm an '80s fanatic when this type of genre. And they mentioned Rayful Edmond and his crew, and everybody in DC. know, Rayful was doing his thing. Um, one day I want to talk about Rayful Edmond. Um, we see, of course, Freeway Rick and his crew. So, you know, he's mentioning he's showing them all of the 80s players back in those days. And he like, you know, if you somebody, it's all about relationships and you're going to be up in here, you know, or you ain't made it yet. So, you know, Mitch walking through soaking up game, but it kind of don't hit him up to what he's saying until later on in the episode. So he ends up getting on the bus going back to 313 and we see. It goes back to Detroit. And Terry, he's taking his driver's test because it's him and his boy. And, you know, he's trying to be going to the chauffeur business with his dad. So he's trying to get his chauffeur's license. He's all the way legit clean. He's left the drug game alone. And then it goes to the next scene. Now, we got Lucille and Charles. We see Mama Lucille still working at Wendy's. She got her Wendy's hat. Charles still at General Motors. We see they're still... They're out on a little lunch date, probably both on their breaks, and we see it's still marital problems over money, mostly, and the kids. We see the detectives they link up for a meeting, and they're trying to go on with the case because, of course, they're gonna go after them even harder by one of their fellow colleagues was taken down, uh, uh, Detective Rodriguez, and you know they bring up Cato and Lamar, saying that they're deceased, but. Detective Brian gets a new case. I mean, a new partner. He gets a new partner, and she's been transferred over from the Southfield precinct. So he like, I don't need no partner coming over here. And you know, the commando. She kind of just shuts him down. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. <laughs> Brian, you caused a lot of problems last year, last season. So it goes into the basketball game. And we see Boom's wife, Marquisha. she walks in and Terry has his eyes wide open on Miss Markeisha. Now, Meech and Terry, we see that they're still not speaking. Meech is over there with uh, be mickey They kind of mugging each other. Terry ain't really paying him no attention because he's too busy looking at her. Now, after that, we see they was um, betting on the game. They got into it. K-9 end up shooting a dude over the game because he told him he wasn't paying him no money. So we see early on, K9 is not gonna be the one to be fucked with. Now we go over to the Flannery house and we see T's baby Mama Wanda. She is back in town. And uh remember she left when Mama Flannery kind of caught her in the back when she went to the bathroom and got to tell her she was enabling Terry and all this stuff and she needs to put her foot down so now she back and Terry he walks in and he's surprised to see them and he you know happy to see Terry Jr. but he pissed though, the way she left so it cuts to the next scene and <laughs> we got detective brian and his partner in the car and all i could think of i had to pause it for a minute i'm like did this nigga really just ask her like what type of oriental is you <laughs> but homegirl she came back with a shot she like what type of black are you i wasn't mad at her i wasn't bad at her because that was rude as hell <laughs> but at least we see she can hang with the best of them because every shot he threw at her she threw at him so i kind of dig her character already so they end up trading shots at each other, and then it goes to the bar scene, and you know they in there playing the blues. And we see Meach he with K nine. Now, now K nine, he seemed like he gonna be a bit much. He tells the Colombian dude to fuck off, and then he tells Meach he don't know about working with him. He was late, you know. You can't do that in this game. And as they're talking, kind of going back and forth. And walks Big L. And we ain't seen Big L yet. This is our first time seeing her in the season, too. And we can tell she has a lot of respect for K9 and still despises Meach. She, you know, throws a shot at him, you know, and K9, he just kind of smiles and like damn, she ain't too fond of you. So <clears throat> K9 ends up telling uh Meach, you know, maybe he will. Be in touch with him and maybe not. He got to do his own research. So after that, we go to the Flannery house and it's 3 10 in the morning. Papa Charles trying to get him some and Mama Lucille like, no, not tonight. He like, baby, it's been three weeks. And she like, not tonight. So I think they're trying to show us the beginning of when it started to get worse for them because when we watched the docuseries we did learn that they end up divorcing which I was not aware of that I always thought they they were married until the time of his death but we learned in a series much more about their marriage so I'm trying to see are they trying to show us the early starts of the decline of you know when things started to get worse for them so <clears throat> we go to the next scene where we see a different side of Bryant while he's at home, he's a single father. Um, he seems to be a good father. His um his son is more into comic books and artwork and everything. And we could tell his son might get bullied on a little bit at school. So you know, we get to see a softer side of him being a father. But um, we'll see where that goes because we we know he has the safe there. He has that gun in there. It's a lot going on. They didn't show us that for any reason. So we'll see where it goes. But we know that Detective Brian ain't going nowhere because we've seen him 20 years later arresting Meech. So, I mean, arresting, arresting Terry. So we go into the next scene. And we go to the record store. The Mickey and the other former 50 boys, they are in there. And 12th Street walks in. We got our dude, Tiny. And, you know, they get to talking a little shit to each other. And Big Man and Little Dude get into a little rumble. But little man did hit him first, and he was holding his own until Meech walked in and calmed they dumbasses down. So, you know, he invited the 50 boy, I mean the 12th Street over, and he's telling them like, let's pull our resources together. Same stuff he was trying to say last season. So, and he like Lamar is dead, we can just do more together. And nobody's hearing them because with no product, they ain't hearing Meech. So. 12th Street, walk out of there all arrogant, and, you know, it proceeds. So then it goes to the next scene, and we got Mama Lucille. She working the drive-thru, and you can just tell Mama Lucille is stressed out and, and drives up, meets. She got to up in his bins, you know, looking fly, and it just puts a smile on her face. She hasn't seen her son in a while. She invites him to a Sunday dinner to celebrate Terry's getting his license. You know, them starting their business up with him and his father. And he declines like, I don't know. I just want to show pop's respect. That is his house. He tries to give her some money. Of course, she declines, but she does want her son back in her life. So we go into the next scene and Terry goes to, I thought it was the bank until it switched back over and he brought the flowers. It actually is an insurance place. And we see the lady that he has his eyes all on, has his eyes all wide open. Uh, she works there. She's on commission, of course. So he tells her he can get some more customers, does his little flirt lines. And the nigga went home and smashed Wanda. But while he's smashing Wanda, he got, you know, he fantasizing all about Markeisha, Markeisha, Uh is it Marquette? I'll figure it out. But he he fantasizing all about Lala, who I heard that they are a real couple. I gotta see more, but I heard that um Da Vinci, the one who portrays Terry and Lala are dating in real life. I gotta see about that. I, I heard that. Um so he uh, he got her all in his mind while he in there in the bed with Wanda. So we see um the new detective, the new duo team they ain't they ain't no joke together i think i'm gonna like them working together they got good chemistry but they see b mickey and little dude uh uh dink they strolling down the street now detective brian he he been having his eye on b mickey b mickey is his new little ci we learned and we pretty much figured out from how this season ended in season one now uh detective veronica she runs little man over he just knew he got away with it too he He popped over the gate, lighting his little joint up like fucking sucker ass cops. And then she runs that ass over. His two falls out and shit. (laughs) Like, damn, Dink. (laughs) And um, Detective Brian wasn't even really trying to chase B-Mickey because he know exactly how he can find that ass. And he already know he got him right where he want him because he got that damn gun where he killed Kato and J-Mo. So we get into the next scene. And we go back to Detroit Family Insurance, and Terry goes back in there. He gives Marquesha some flowers. She declines, of course. They still flirting. She kind of flirting too. And we see, um, B. Mickey tells Meech about Dink getting caught up. Meech ain't really tripping. He like it come with the game. So you know, it's like when they was talking. Meech had an epiphany, and he got to really thinking about what, um. K nine was trying to tell him in the beginning, it's not about how much dope you can sell. It's about relationships. It's about ambition. It's about all that other stuff. And so he got the thinking, and he went back. He goes back. He like, it's time for me to go back and just be myself. So he goes to talk to K nine, who was already ten steps ahead of the game and ahead of him. And it was all a test when he even sent him to Vegas. Now this K nine nigga, he ain't about to be no joke. He for sure is him that he'll give him the bricks. And he tells him that he loves to take care of his people. He gets to pulling out boxes, giving all of the other crew members Rolexes and shit. And Meech just knew he was about to get something nice. It was a a bigger box. He like, damn. But no, when he opened it up, it was a tongue for somebody being disrespectful. And who was that tongue belong to? Big L from when she was talking shit at the bar. And I had no words. I I had to actually rewind that. Like, what hold hold on? What he killed who? Who tongue is that? Big L. Well damn. I have no words. (laughs) But Meach, he learns very quick that K9 is just not another plug, you know. So we go into the next scene. And he got a new plug now, Big L going. I'm wondering, um, is Wood Harris going to be in season two? Like, are they even going to show his character, Pat, at all? We know Pat is loosely based off of um E.D. And E.D. is still alive and kicking. And he was in the um, docuseries. So, Terry, um, he out doing his honest living with his show for business. And he goes to pick up his next client, who happens to be Meech, trying to pull him back in the game. <laughs> Meech is something else. I'm like, this nigga really just got the cap, got, you know, the limo and, you know, ought to pull his brother back in. They have a few words. And Terry dropped him off at the next stop. Meech got out calling him a broke-ass nigga, throwing some bands at him, trying to belittle him. But we know the brothers will be back together shortly. So at the Flannery's house, Lucille and Miss Mabel, they all in there dressed up for the dinner. They having them some good laughs. Charles is playing, you know, his guitar. And we learned that the real father did love music. Nicole, she comes in there with her little lip gloss on. And, you know, just being a teenager growing up, has a little sassy mouth. And Mama Lucille smacked the mess out of her. So we go into the hospital and we got the new two um new duo here the detectives and he takes her in a room like he got something up his sleeve and what do you know the boogeyman lives <laughs> we see lamar <laughs> the boogeyman lives he ain't gone nowhere he's he's he you know what i'm saying he's still in a coma but the nigga's still breathing and you know detective uh brian lets her know why he did that You know, because he dropped the ball with Rodriguez and everything else. So it goes back to the Flannery house and we get a nice family prayer from Brother Terry. And Meech is missing in action, of course, because he's at his spot. Throwing his own little gathering and giving a speech of a lifetime you know for the black mafia family because the 50 boys is dead 12th street niggas is dead and you know they just got 20 keys and long lives bmf so he's giving them you know the drug dealer speech you know and back to the flannery house terry over here is mama lucille and wanda talking about how it was all a part of their plan to get her out of town and get him out the game and he blows up get the cussing storming out the house and it goes back to mitch and b mickey having a heart to heart b mickey which is judas and mitch telling him you know he gonna push him up to number two because he needs him you know well he gonna be his number one man because terry not there so we see B. Mickey. He goes back home, and we see he didn't became Detective Brian's little bitch because he' about to be giving him all the info unless he finds some way out of that. But he go back to the hospital in the last scene, and all you hear is "Ready, you're not here. I come," and the boogeyman and opened up his damn eyes. <laughs> so we know Lamar. He coming. He coming. Lamar ain't gone. Lamar ain't dead. And it's only rightfully so because the real Lamar lives. He's still out here. He's still talking shit. Uh, uh, What's his name? Um, I can't think of his name right now, but he's still, you know, out here. He ain't went nowhere. <laughs> now his brother did get killed. And we talked about that in a docu-series. And then I had already watched when he went on um Vlad TV. What's that man's name? Uh, he's still in Detroit, matter of fact. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh Layden Simon. Yeah, Layden Simon. That's that's Lamar's real name. And he's still out here. If you pull him up on YouTube, you can watch his interviews. He is something else. But that was my recap for season two, episode one. I think we got good things coming out of this season. I think it's gonna be amazing as always. Shout out to 50 Cent um and the whole cast and crew who did a magnificent job. I'm going to play the trailer, and then I have a sleeper for you guys. So here's the trailer for episode two. I just smoke
1: that and game and move Move that. First about my organization. Take off that damn jewelry. It's a family-run Christian home company. It's in like the drug business.
0: The real money is in the airport. First-class passengers hit better.
1: My favorites don't come free. Give me some on these. You carry a product in the car with mama and they keep hey, it? No, we're through a war.
0: All right. That was the trailer for next uh, episode. I guarantee you uh, (laughs) Terry will be back in the game by the end of episode two. And we about to see Marquesha giving him some hookups, like to go to the airport. It's bigger, better clientele, better tips. So that's going to start. They love flirtation and it's going to turn into a nice long relationship because we've seen how he was reminiscing on a picture at the beginning of the episode. And it shows um B. Mickey continuing to work for Brian's and Meach still elevating. So it's going to get better and better. It look like it's going to be somebody's party going on next episode. So same time next week another recap now i do have a sleeper for you guys in my show button style shout out to the pod father and we just lost another rap legend gangsta boo so i do want to play a sleeper from her <laughs>
1: it all. like a slushie she, she must be kind of gypsy of this crystal like a gypsy now I got you all on, oh I never recall you asking your last boyfriend for Nathan But not to be wearing on gold, get your aggravated I need a coach, bag I can't be even doing it I
0: need my hair done
1: Me too, I ain't got nothing to do with it I've been doing it, you and it since the first time you asked And might I ask, like me can't be saving you, right? I ass. ain't with that nonsense Or that love and
0: mess and mess Feeling
1: kind of ho- like calling, all I want is
0: six. Give me Victoria's Secret, hit the liquor store before it close. Call so I can get something to Hooked up in my n- now I'm feeling fine. Nothing perceptions sex on my mind. If
1: you cannot please me, boy, then please don't waste all of my time. Got you caught up in the mix, mixed it, girl from triple. Th- Late night tip all we have. It's
0: time to so trick that thing.
1: I'm not the type that get involved in no relationships. Taking trips and buying gifts, I'm sorry, I'm not on it, If you won't romance, you should just think who you already will. If you in that bitch, you can't just hit me on that little like this. I'm not the type that get involved in no relationships. Take trips and buy you gifts, I'm sorry, I'm not on that tip. If you won't romance, you should just think who you already okay. If you in that bitch, you can't just hit me on that leg.
0: All right. That was Late Night Tip. That was Three Six Mafia. Rest in peace to Gangsta Bull. She was definitely a legend. Um, Her voice was iconic. Uh, Me and my girls used to listen to her all the time, that Inquiring Minds album um i was happy that she got a chance to do the verses when they went up against bone thugs that was an epic night and i had just watched her interview on drink champs a couple months ago which was really really a good interview so make sure you guys check that out but yes rest in peace to her and shout out to the whole 36 mafia family um i hope you guys enjoyed this recap we're entering a new week go into it with positive vibes and know the sky is the limit protect that energy and don't forget, if you need to get in touch with me, Alicia Shanice Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews Instagram, and you can email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. I'll be out later with my big sky recap because we got to get that out as well. And if you guys want me to recap the game, because I started watching it, the new game that comes on Paramount, let me know. Uh, I don't know how many people is into it, but I, I like it. So if you guys want the recap, let me know and I'll definitely get it out there. So. Your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show
1: with your girl Shanice.